This is the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Dr. Julie Capel, episode number 265. friends. Welcome to the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast. This is the place where we talk about all things veterinary medicine, self-development, work-life balance or harmony, and mental health. Last week, we talked about picking yourself up after failure and a big failure. So today, I wanted to follow up that with a topic that might seem far from failure, but I want to talk about creating and finding more joy in your life. I was inspired to record on this subject at church yesterday, which is interesting but not surprising. The preacher that I was listening to at church talked about the pursuit of joy, and I just liked the way he put that. I thought that was something that we needed to talk about. We spend so much time worried or stressed about work, about our life, about our homes, about our kids, all the negative things that we experience, we spend very little time thinking about creating joy for ourselves. So that's what I want to bring to you today. But before we get into that, I'd like to ask a favor of you. I'm working with my team on getting more exposure for my podcast and um, my book, and I need some of you to help me by subscribing to this podcast, joining me on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube or TikTok or wherever you are. I need you to be a subscriber and I need you to join me. If you regularly regularly spend time on social media, would you please press the follow button or the subscribe button or whatever button there is and send me a short message that tells me what you think of the podcast, what I can do better, what I can add, and let me know if you've read my book and how you liked it. As you know, the internet is a crowded place and I need your help to get this podcast out to those in veterinary medicine that are struggling and need our support. I will list all of my social media sites in the show notes So just click on them, um, go to them, follow and subscribe. And if you've not already signed up for my Wednesday Weekly Words, you can do that on my website. My website is theveterinarylifecoach.com. And if you sign up, you will get a little email from me every Wednesday with some words of inspiration. If you want to send me an email, it's jacapeldvm at gmail.com. Thank you so much for being one of my loyal listeners. I'm always humbled and honored to see that you're all listening and you're spending some time with me here. Okay, so let's talk about creating joy in our life. Following last week's discussion on failure, I think this is a great follow-up. When we fail, there's a lot of negative emotion and we have to process that emotion in order to move on. So it might be difficult to get from devastation to joy, but I think it's worth working for. And I do call it work because whenever we're changing and growing, there is work involved. I wish it were easy, but it's not. Life can be a slog, but that's part of the joy of the success once we get there. 
So finding joy after failure will take a little bit of effort from all of us. And hopefully I will bring you some ways to do that in this podcast. Now, why is joy important and why should we pursue it? There have been studies that show that joyful people live longer than unhappy people. Um, The National Academy of Sciences found that people who had a higher level of optimism had a longer lifespan. For both men and women, a higher level of optimism was associated with longer life and even exceptional longevity, which they describe as living to over 85. They call that exceptional longevity. So the more you're happy and optimistic, the more you may live longer. It's not a guarantee, but studies show that it helps. It's not to say that we will feel joy all the time. That's not the goal. It's not possible. And as we've said before, life has good and bad, and we should expect that. But the pursuit of joy and the effort you put in to live longer and happier will help you become healthier spiritually, mentally, and even physically, and causes you to have a longer more productive life. And if you're going to live to a longer age, you might as well do it feeling more joyful, right? One of my favorite books that I love to talk about when I'm discussing this topic of joy is called The Happiness Advantage, and it's by Sean Aker. And if you haven't read it, I'm challenging you to do so soon. It's excellent, especially if you're struggling right now with a lot of negatives. If you're in one of those places where you're not feeling so great, Get this book by Sean Aker, The Happiness Advantage. It's research-based and it will make you happier and show you how pursuing happiness and pursuing joy will help you to become more successful in your career and healthier in your life. Reading books that help us fill our head with more uplifting stories is one of those things that you can do to become more joyful. So I'm going to call this rule number one. Read uplifting material and avoid negative books, negative TV shows, social media negatives, and other things that feed your negative mind. Our brains are so focused and designed to warn us of danger and feed us fear that we need to work hard to change that. Nothing about that negative brain creates joy. So in order to feel more joyful, we have to work. We have to add more positive ideas to our brain. And I'm a naturally optimistic person. I am always kind of that glass half full type of girl. I like to think more about possibility than I like to think about risk. But even when you're naturally optimistic or you're one of those people that tends to be upbeat, your primitive brain and my primitive brain is strong. We don't even notice most of the time how it controls us. And one of the things that I do when I'm coaching people is I help them to recognize their negative thought patterns and their negative thought stories. We all have those. And I talk about those, my stories in my book, and I've talked about them on the podcast before. You have them, I have them, and we don't often recognize that we have these negative stories in our brain. We think that all of our thoughts are truth. And 
that's wrong. They're not truth. They're stories. They're experiences that we've had that hurt us or scared us or something that created this emotional memory that we think is a truth and it isn't. And the more you learn about yourself and the more you learn about your stories, the more you can change your negative emotions and work on joy. So reading something joyful every day will help with that, even if it's small, even if it's just like a Bible verse or a quote that you like, a short uplifting story. Um, that's why I like my Wednesday weekly words because it's short and it takes you know less than a couple of minutes to read. And I also love quotes because quotes help me to feel better. I love have the, having these short sentences posted all over my desk and in places that I can see them frequently that help me change my negative thoughts into positive ones. And that's a way to create more joy in your life. And that's why I share quotes on the podcast with you. So read something that's uplifting every day, and that will certainly increase your capacity for living more joyfully. Another closely related technique to increase your joy is to pay more attention to others' joy. I love people that are funny and people that can make me laugh. So I like watching comedians or I like hanging out with people that are naturally funny. And whenever I'm around someone like that, that can tell a joke or is sarcastic, I love sarcasm, or anybody that just kind of is witty, I feel better. So do you have somebody at work that's like that? Or do you have someone at your work that has a particularly sunny disposition? Is there someone that's very kind to clients? Is there someone that you admire? Hang around them more. Do you joke a little bit at work or tell funny stories from your past that make you laugh? Do more of that. And if you don't have any joyful friends, maybe you need to look for some. And if you do have one, ask them what their secret is. Chances are they'll tell you that they also feel down at times or when they fail, but they've learned that that down feeling and that down and out attitude doesn't serve them and that their joyful attitude makes their life better. So these are the people that we want to celebrate. They celebrate their small wins. Um, They spend time laughing. They point out the absurdity of many of the things that we do in vet med. Um, For instance, have you ever tried to restrain a pug for a nail trim? It's ridiculous, right? They make this weird, like, Ewoky screaming noise. They poop, they pee, they spin, they hold their breath, they act like you're going to cut their leg off. And it sometimes kind of makes you a little ticked off, but it's hilarious if you think about it. They're, They're just funny. So we get so stressed about them when they go crazy and we get upset and sometimes even angry. But if you can think about the absurdity of the situation that you're in, it will make you laugh. And so look for that in your workplace. I love the videos um, and I've seen a lot of them lately. A lot of people are doing them on social media where they're having people act out the parts of the different breeds of dogs getting a nail trim or being restrained or whatever. They, they do different things, um, but they're really spot on, right? If you watch those people, they act like a husky where they just scream and holler, you know, when you don't even touch them or the chihuahua, like the chihuahua brain where they're, you know, acting ridiculous. 
And so, you know, watching those videos will make you laugh at how ridiculous our job is. Our job is super entertaining. Who else gets to experience so much entertainment in their workday? I don't know too many jobs that are as funny as ours. So just seeing the humor in the thing that we do and how absurd it is and how crazy some of the things we have to do are like anal glands or, you know, rectal exams or whatever it makes you laugh, that will help you lighten up a little bit. It might make your day a little bit more fun. Yes, there's tragedy. Yes, there's terrible things that happen. There's so many bad things that we can focus on, but changing your focus to either a person in your workplace that is funny or a situation that is funny will help you so much become more joyful. And that leads me to my next point, becoming more social. Experts say that we tend to be happier when we connect with other people. That social interaction is the thing that most reliably increases our positive emotions, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, right? I'm an extrovert. I love people. I think people are hilarious. I'm entertained by them. But even if you're an introvert, they say, they say that being more social will help you be happier. There was this Harvard study that followed um, a group of men for 80 years. And you've probably heard about this before. I've heard about this study before. But it found that having strong personal connections with other people was most directly correlated to their overall happiness in their life, their health, and their contentment with their life. Just today, my next door neighbor, who I don't know very well because it's a new neighbor, She called me on the phone and asked me to come outside and look at her dog's haircut, which I thought was a weird, you know, request because usually people ask me to look at their dog's disease problem, but it made me kind of laugh because I thought, oh, a haircut issue, that should be easy. But she has a standard poodle and her husband took it to the groomer to be trimmed up and it came back with this interesting kind of weird poodle haircut and she wanted me to see it. And um, it's pretty trivial, obviously, but it made me feel happy and connected to my neighbor and even the dog because I got to laugh at the way she looked from behind. She had this like really short haircut, but right at her hips, they left the hair probably about two or three inches long on both sides. So it looks like she has like these balloon pants on in the back all the way down. And, and it's just, it was kind of a weird looking haircut. Um, But it was funny, right? So I got to listen to the neighbor and I got to laugh. And it wasn't a super close social interaction, but it was fun and it was joyful. And so if you have relationships with people or if you try to create relationships with people, that will help you create joy. There was another study that I found that said that even trivial social interactions made people feel about 17% happier and more socially connected in general than if they had a really good friend, right? So just that small interaction that you could have even with a stranger would help you feel more joyful. So just really participate open-mindedly in order to benefit from this, even these most brief social interactions that you have. So say hello to somebody at the grocery store, let them go ahead of you in the line, 
Um, just smile at somebody, compliment them. If you see someone that has, you know, something that you like, like a jacket, just that little connection point will make you start to feel more joyful. And it's going to take some effort if you're not used to doing it, or if you live in an area where people just don't do that. You know, when I was in New York City with my son one time, because he lived there, I was talking to people in the grocery store and he was like, mom, they don't do that here. They don't talk to people. (laughs) And he was a little worried about my safety, I guess. But just try it and see if you'll feel better. Another thing that um, I want you to focus on to feel more joyful is planning some adventure in your life. Because many times when we're stuck in routine, it's difficult to see joy. We've got, you know, we've got to get up in the morning and get ready and go to work and take care of the kids and feed the dogs. And, you know, in my case, walk the dogs. And, you know, we have this really rigid schedule. And if you're anything like me, it gets boring. And when you're bored, you're not going to feel joyful. We like variety and we like adventure. So take on something new or exciting. It doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be an expensive trip or or an excursion, but it could be even something small like trying a new skill with a friend or on your own can increase your joy. I recently started to paint and I have no artistic talent whatsoever. But one day I was um, going through YouTube videos for some reason and I stumbled across a video where someone was teaching painting for beginners and they made this really pretty floral painting and I thought, oh, that looks really fun. And so since it's winter and I had a little bit of extra time on my hands, I ordered a simple paint set from Amazon and I started painting and I find it super relaxing. I can do it whenever I want. I can just sit there for you know, 15 or 20 minutes between coachings, or if I'm working on a podcast and I'm feeling a little bit stressed out about it, I can do it. And it's, it's very rewarding. And I'm challenging my brain to do something new. It's very low risk because I don't have to show anyone my paintings if I don't want to. Um, But it's bringing me a lot of joy. And so it could be something that simple, crocheting, knitting, learning a new sport, Anything that that brings you any amount of challenge and relief and experience. Adventures create joy. So maybe you want to plan a big trip. Maybe you have somewhere that you've always wanted to go. Start planning it because even the exercise of planning the fun vacation will create joy. If you have kids, plan something different to do with them. They They will be more joyful. They will be better behaved even, and you'll feel better if you plan some adventure. It doesn't have to be risky, but it can be if you want it to. Just something that you want to try. Now, the other thing that I think is helpful when we're trying to create more joy is to make lists. I like to make lists and I like to check them off and get things done. I like to make lists of my thoughts and download my brain or dump my brain or brain vomit or whatever you want to call it. I like to retrain my thinking. I enjoy that exercise. So making lists is helpful for me. So you could make yourself a joy list. And what I mean by that is ask yourself, what is it that I love? What did I love to do when I was a kid? Which is a really good one, right? Because as adults, we forget We forget the simple things that we loved as kids, bike riding, 
um, drawing, coloring, you know, that's why I think I love the painting so much because it makes me feel like a kid. Those things bring us joy. I used to love to sing when I was a kid and I would just sing out. I didn't care if anybody heard me. And now as an adult, you don't want to do that, right? Because if you're singing, people will think you're nuts or they'll want to cover their ears because they don't like the way it sounds. We don't do those things as adults. But what if we did? Wouldn't we have more fun? I love dancing. What about dancing? Sometimes when I'm in the grocery store, if there's a good song on, because some of these grocery stores play like kind of older music that I like, I will actually kind of sing and dance. And I do it quietly because I don't want them to cart me off. But if I sing to myself or I even just dance a little bit down the grocery aisles, I feel better because I really don't like grocery shopping, but I feel more joy. So start by making a list of all the things that you find joyful and then try to do some of them. You know, check those off your list. Do, Do one a day or do one a week. Do them a little more often. Another thing that I thought of today as I was feeding my dogs and I was thinking about this podcast, something that increases my joy is talking to my pets, even the pets at work. I talk to all of them. If there's somebody in the hospital, I don't care what kind of pet it is. It could be a lizard. It could be a bird. doesn't matter. I always talk to them. It's just something that I picked up from my mother or wherever. I think my mom used to talk to our pets. And I remember my son asking me one time, he said, Mom, why do you always talk to the animals? He said it in kind of a a funny way, like he couldn't figure out why I'm always talking to them. And all I could think of to answer him is that it's fun. I was making Trent's and Parker's food tonight, and I was having a full conversation with them. I was asking them questions. Luckily, I never hear them answer, thank goodness. But it brings me joy. And I would argue that it brings them joy. They watch me when I'm talking to them. They sometimes get excited, right? It's fun. So talk to the animals if it brings you joy, even if it feels weird, even if clients look at you funny. I baby talk puppies. And sometimes clients might think I'm crazy, but you know, I don't really care. It makes me like my job better. And the last thing I, that I want to offer you when we're creating joy, well, this is, I think, the second from the last thing, is to give and serve more. Giving is a joyful exercise. Serving with an open heart is joyful. And as veterinarians, we have so many opportunities to serve and give. Giving doesn't always have to be money, although it could be. Giving to a charity has been shown to activate the regions of our brain that are associated with pleasure, connection, and trust. So it could be monetary, but even if you're on a tight budget and you're trying to save your money to pay back your student loans, give away just either a little tiny bit of money to something or a little bit of your time. And those two things have the same effect on your happiness even as giving away a lot. So if you give away a dollar or if you give away $100, it doesn't really matter. It's just the act of giving. I love to work on the veterinary boards, which are volunteer positions in most cases. I love to volunteer, um, serving on you know school boards with my kids. I used to love to do that. So if you have kids, if you can get on your veterinary board, if it's, if it's in your area, Do something like that. Your church loves to have volunteers. I used to usher at my church. Any little thing. And that small amount of giving will increase the joy in your life. 
even if you're super busy. And I know a lot of us think we don't have time to volunteer or give, but some giving just takes a couple of seconds. And now the last thing I want to talk about is practicing being kind. Kindness towards people or animals is joyful. And if you practice that skill, it will increase your feelings of joy every day. So it may just be smiling at someone, laughing with someone, serving something to someone, doing some small task that they're doing, helping them with a task, complimenting them. Anything that you do to be more kind will make them feel more joyful and you feel more joyful. I love it when people call me honey or ask if they can help me with something, even if I don't need help. It doesn't cost anything to be kind. It doesn't take anything away from your day to try to be more kind. And sometimes even the clients that tick us off the most are the people that have a lot of hurt in their life and have a lot of negativity in their life. They will feel better and you will feel better if you're kind to them. And even if they don't return that kindness, it doesn't matter. All you have to do is think kind thoughts, have some empathy for yourself and them, and you will feel more joy. I have so many other ideas that we can talk about relating to feeling more joyful, but I didn't want to bring too many at this first podcast. I want to bring these, I guess, six or seven. I didn't even count how many I was talking to you about But I wanted to bring you some ideas this week that you could work on, especially if you related to last week's podcast about failure, to create more joy and make you feel better about your work and your life and just everything that's happening. Whatever happens in this world, all these terrible things that we hear about on the news, we can do some work on ourselves to create more joy and creating a life of balance Creating a life with more joy takes some effort and time, but it's really worth it. So I have some quotes for you as usual, because like I said earlier in the podcast, these will help you create more happiness. The first one is from Helen Keller, and it says, your success and happiness lies in you. Resolve to keep happy in your joy and you shall form an invincible host against difficulties. So even Helen Keller knew that if you're more joyful, you're going to be healthier. You will have more defense against the things that are going to happen to you negatively in life, and even your physical health will be better, right? Um, The next quote that I have is from Mary Ann Williamson, and it says, Joy is what happens to us when we allow ourselves to recognize how good things really are. And that's just opening up your eyes, right? And looking around, notice the joy. Notice other people that are joyful. Notice the good things, that gratitude that we talk about all the time. Get yourself the gratitude journal going if you've, if you've already let it go the end of this, uh, end of the first month of the year, right? We're, we're going into the second month. So we need to pick those resolutions back up. Uh, another quote that I have from Helen Keller. I don't know why I got two from her, but I did. The second one is you will find joy in overcoming obstacles. And that one I love from her because who didn't have more obstacles than Helen Keller? If you don't know her story, go read the book about her. Um, She had a lot of obstacles to overcome and finding joy in that is wonderful. 
And the last quote I have is from my friend Sylvester Stallone slash Rocky Balboa. And it says, keep punching, my friends. This is something that he says all the time. I love that because we have to keep working. We have to keep punching. That's what life is all about. So my homework for you this week is to practice one of the things that I talked about today and let me know if you feel more joyful. If you are suffering with a big failure or sadness, you might just feel a little bit less sad by trying some of these things. So you may not go all the way to joy, but if you're feeling a little bit better, that's the right track. It's a work in progress and we have to put an effort every day. We have to keep punching to live a life that we truly desire to live. You've got this, you're incredible, and remember that always. Reach out to me and let me know how you did this week to find more joy. DVM at gmail.com or leave me a message on social media. Thanks so much for listening today. I really appreciate your attention. I hope you have a beautiful week. Bye.